From the small town of Cedar Grove, South Dakota, not 24 hours after the destruction of the wheat freighter in eastern Kansas, a special telephone call went out. It flickered its way through exchange boards to the capital of the nation. It penetrated secret walls into a suite of offices whose very existence was unknown, save to a few select undercover men. The impulses that originated far out in the Middle West jangled a bell in Intelligent Headquarters 13 in Washington, D.C., Operator 5, in the dusty room of a small hotel in Cedar Grove, heard a voice say, "'Washington Book Sales?' "'Mr. Lincoln, please.' "'Mr. Lincoln speaking.' "'Distorted G.' "'In the circuit.' Jimmy Christopher plugged a pear-shaped device into the transmitter of the instrument he was using. He placed the receiver upright over a diaphragm contained in a black case from which flexible cords connected with earphones and a microphone." The special apparatus distorted his voice so that no eavesdropping was possible along the hundreds of miles of line. "'I've been waiting to hear from you,' exclaimed the voice from Washington. The man on the eastern end of the line was known only as Z-7, even to the most trusted of his secret agents. He was the director of all undercover activities of the United States Intelligence Service. Now, hearing from the operator who had served him signally, in the most trying situations ever to confront the United States government, his voice rang with eagerness. "'F-9 reported to you, Chief?' Jimmy Christopher asked. "'Yes, immediately, but he could not tell me the full story. I do not grasp the real significance of the attack on the wheat freighter last night. Are you satisfied that the new populists are behind that damnable act of piracy?' "'There's no possible doubt of it, Chief.' That vandalism was engineered by the most dangerous organization of radicals that has ever existed. I'm convinced they have launched a program of attack against the country more daring than any other ever attempted. There can be no other answer. Do you mean to say that such acts will be repeated? Last night's episode, Jimmy Christopher answered, is already a repetition, Chief. I have data here which will prove that beyond all doubt. I've been correlating this data for some time, and was about to present it to you, when F-9's report on Leon Griffo called me from Washington so quickly. I'll give you the full details later. Tonight I have an important job ahead of me. Chief, in a moment you'll understand what it is. Last night's attack, he continued rapidly, was not merely an act of sabotage. To think of it in that way is to miss the real meaning. The destruction of that trainload of wheat was not the prime purpose of the attack. It was destroyed only when the chief reason for the attack failed. And that reason was? Confiscation. Recall what happened, chief. A band of masked men was lying in wait for the approach of the freight. They had already cut the telegraph wires so that no change in train orders could hold it up. They had already made and erected on the track a light wooden framework covered with canvas and painted to look exactly like the rear end of an observation coach. The current for the lights on it was probably supplied by a storage battery. They had also cut the wires of the signal block conduit. Everything possible was done to make it seem that a rear-end collision was unavoidable. I think I see. Their purpose was to stop the train short at that spot. A score of men, armed and masked, were hiding along the tracks there. They were ready to kill every member of the crew in order to seize the freight. They attempted to do exactly that, but we fought them off. "'Thanks to your quick thinking, Operator 5,' Z-7 commended over the wire. "'F-9's report makes that very clear.' "'When no collision occurred, an attempt at seizure became a certainty, Chief,' 
Jimmy Christopher continued. It's not difficult to guess what they intended to do. The mass crew was going to move that freighter farther on than stop it, at some remote point, where another crew was to be waiting, with all the auto trucks necessary, to carry the wheat cargo away. The grain could be transferred to the trucks through pneumatic tubes operated from a portable power plant. The trucks were going to carry the entire shipment to some hidden storehouse. But for what purpose? Z-7 demanded. That, chief, Operator 5 answered. I must explain later. It is enough to know now that the prime purpose of the attack last night was the pirating of a huge store of valuable grain. When that purpose failed, the second plan of the attackers went into operation. Leon Griffo was hidden somewhere...